minutes, five steals, 13 and six. Um, yeah, there was a few other interesting things that, you know, maybe ne- didn't, necessarily, didn't necessarily show up on a box score, but, you know, could be something to watch going forward. But end of the day, they won. I don't give a damn. Steph didn't play. Clay didn't play. Draymond, I don't care when it's when. Um, and that, that actually leads me to something, man. You know, I think about how, like, and I see it a lot on the TL where, you know, a team may beat New Orleans under whatever type of circumstance. This this person might not be playing. There's been other been times throughout the year where B.I. wasn't out there. Whatever the case is, and people that either, A, only watch the box score or, you know, just, you know, pay attention to whatever they want to miss in context of the game, you know, we'll have something ignorant to say and we'd be right there. Like, man, you know, you know, you didn't, you didn't watch the game, whatever the case may be, you know, giving it attention, giving the negative shit attention. But then we'll come back and we'll beat it and we'll win a game like tonight and be like, oh, it didn't matter. We didn't play nobody. Fuck that. Yo, man, a win is a win. And I'll take it. I don't give a damn who they play. Who ain't there? Because ain't nobody got them giving us uh, consolation prizes when we out here battling without multiple players. But, um, yo, I started off five, man. Um, let's start off talking about B.I., man. You know, we um, I think most of us, you know, they watch the game, know the game, have, you know, you know, we you can tell that he's a rhythm player. And basically, you know, what that what that entails is that he's just not a guy who if he misses time, like he needs he needs a game or two to get back to finding himself, to finding that level of consistency, you know, or um, you know, comfort that makes him you know, that gets him in modes like we see tonight, which is why you, you know, you saw back-to-back games of him returning, low percentage shooting, you know, just just finding his shot, finding his spots again, finding, you know, his overall rhythm, right? Tonight was the first game that we saw, and he did it in, you know, pretty much um, spectacular fashion, led the team in scoring by far. Um, they don't come anywhere close to winning this game without him. Uh, how how impressive or, you know, important was it to see B.I., turn back into the guy we saw before uh, that Achilles song has popped up. Man, uh, first off, like, we act like basketball isn't a rhythm game. Like, <laughs> like it's huge. Like, rhythm, rhythm is, a, is a huge part of it. Um, like, then he, then he hurt his Achilles. So, like, that's another thing. Like, like it comes from the floor. Like, that's where the rhythm comes from. So, if your shit not, like, all the way together, you know, it could, it could be bad for you. And he didn't have the lift the first couple of games. And, he, and it does. Look at, look at Clay Thompson. They literally didn't bring him back because he said he wanted to already be in rhythm before he comes. Like, that shit is important, especially for great basketball players. So it was good to have him, good to see him, like, have that pep in his step. He was making plays. I love it when he when he has the ball in his hands and he's and he's playing downhill because it, it makes everything else open up. And we shot poorly. Shout out to Gary Clark, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we didn't, we didn't have his shooting, we would have been uh, up, up creek with that one. But Gary Clark, but, you say? Yeah, yeah, Gary Clark. Yeah, yeah. yeah I said going. that. My bad. No, 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 no. That's perfect that you said it. I mean, because the person that I'm that I'm being petty with, they know exactly where I'm going to next. But keep going. Father. Okay, okay, for sure. My bad. My bad. But uh, yeah, man, like just just seeing him orchestrate the offense. Hell, you could be honest. Josh Hart was the point guard tonight. Like he was uh, putting stuff together, and I don't think he played excellent, but he did. He did make some plays. My man Devontae Graham. I know he's he's a rhythm person right now. It's just his rhythm isn't there, and he's hot and he's cold, and that's just who he is. So I think just the overall extent of the team, yeah, and also I don't care 
if we miss we we haven't seen Zion play all year. So what they gonna erase all the what we got twenty five losses or something like that? Like we're gonna erase all those because Zion hasn't played like you know, man, I'm counting all the wins. I don't care who was on the court because we gotta play it. So it is what it is, but that's that's all I got. So Chaz, um you know I'm about to ask you about Earl Clark, but but it's too it's something Earl like, Clark, who was that? <laughs> Why I keep saying Earl Clark, Gary Clark. Yeah, <laughs> Earl Clark did did play basketball though. I just don't. Yeah, I think he played idea. for. Uh, I might be thinking of Earl Boinkins. I think Earl Clark played for Denver though. I don't know. Why I remember I keep I, Earl Clark. Yeah, I but remember. um, yeah, but nah, we got to talk about Gary Clark, mm-hmm. okay? Because um, but not just because you know you disrespected the man and said he moved like Joe Lewis, um, but listen, I mean, he was he played a lot of important minutes and we saw him on the floor down the stretch. And I mean that's interesting considering no Trey Murphy, right? Um, but not just that, Nikhil played 17 minutes tonight. Now mm. I I think I'm mm. told, I was told before the game that he was that you know he may have, or, or or may not be battling some type of injury, but um I, I'm very I'm very intrigued by um Willie's I guess um, you know he. You starting to you starting to see him appreciate some of the things that Gary Clark can do, and from a length perspective, wingspan, some of the shooting, some of the team elements that you know he brings, and you know he makes a clutch a clutch block at the end of the game. I believe on Jordan Poole that helps them seal the game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to say a bunch of nice things about Gary Clark, and there's nobody else that I want to hear. Well, from. go ahead. Well, you know, all I do is lead with love, so I'm gonna say. That. I never dis- I never disrespected Gary Clark. Oh, that's I, cap, but go ahead. No, I, I disrespected Joe Lewis. <laughs> By oh, even better. even better. But no, nah, but okay. now nah, the Brown man, the Brown Obama, he did it again. That's that's uh you know why I think he was out there? Uh I think because he's a person who understands his role perfectly. You know what I'm saying? And when he's given the opportunity, he executes. If you look at even in that Cleveland game. There was a, a point where I forget who it was who hit the three, but he contested the three and he contorted his body. It's the only 21st century athlete move I've seen him make. He contorted his body so he didn't foul the three-point shooter. Now, the guy hit the shot, but that still shows a high level of basketball intelligence. And today, with that block, just his defensive rotations, rebounding, he, he's an intelligent player. You know what? Know who he? You know who his game reminds me of? He doesn't. He has like a a colored man's game. Excuse me. Not a person of Dog. color. Excuse me. A Dog. color. Wait, like wait, a colored oh, man. He has a colored Dude. man's game. First of all, that that. No, 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 no. 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 no, no, no. <laughs> no hear me that, out. That, that has <laughs> never been used for any other type of description. Yeah. No, I'm oh, saying. I'm saying for us like. He's deceptively strong. Ain't you know what I'm saying? Ever use a colored <laughs> man's game to describe to describe physical strength? Hey, he, <laughs> he got it. Oh, next, no, now Chaz, get off the mic. He has a colored man's game. All right, Charles, um, are you are you upset or does any of it does anything bother you or what is what is uh, Earl Clark? God damn, I keep saying Earl Clark. Gary Clark getting minutes consistently now or and being in um, down the stretch in this game. Say about. Um, what does that say about Trey Murphy? Does it bother you at all that he's getting these minutes that you know maybe some people have you know have have uh, been 
I guess, harboring on Willie about possibly giving the Trey Murphy? Or are you okay with it? Because like Chad said, uh, he's, you know, making the right basketball decisions and he seems to be very sure of his role for a colored man. <laughs> Chaz, that's, a, for that, Chaz. that's a new one, man. Um, I, I don't harbor any ill will towards anybody on our team regarding our options at the back end of the roster. There's only one gentleman that I want to have a, a conversation about um, with that about. Um, Trey is a young guy, only played one level or one year of high-level basketball. It's not, um, it, it's not, you know, a, a, a terrible thing that a guy like Gary Clark with an old man's game who knows what he's supposed to do is able to come in on a 10 day or whatever and, and work his way past him. That's just what happens when you play ball. You understand where to be. He knows who he is. He, he understands the speed of the game. He's been around the block um, and he knows he's running out of opportunities to stay in the league. So I'm not worried about that. Just like I'm not worried about Sadoransky being ahead of Kyra or, or Temple, um, you know, being ahead of Nikhil or anybody else. Like it's just how it is. Um, the thing that pisses me off is that those are the options. Um, you know, B.I. fighting for his life out there. J.V. fighting for his life out there. Hart doing all these things, stepping his game up, man. Like, you know, I don't want to harp on the same things every single spaces, but we got a team that could use a little something, especially in the front court and, and my God, the back court. We, we need a point guard. We need somebody to come in and help yep. stabilize this. Yep. So. And that, that actually leads me to Everett. Everett, I asked you um, a week a week or some change ago, I asked you if you got to make a move for, for example, a point guard. I said, who are the players on this team that you are not moving? And you named like half the team. You named, you, you, <laughs> you named coaches, D-League players. You named players that aren't on the team yet. I mean, you went through like 15 people and it really didn't answer. It didn't answer my question at all. But it's clear from what Charles said that, I mean, and when you watch the team, they need a point guard. It's no way around it. And it's no, that's no disrespect to Devontae because I think that, I mean, it's, I think his impact goes beyond what you see strictly on the, on the box score with how much guys really, really like him. We know, um, we know sometimes he can be streaky. He makes big shots in the fourth quarter. He's done it repeatedly. And that, and so much about that move was made for Zion and still has to be seen next to Zion. But these motherfuckers need a point guard of some, of some capacity. It doesn't even have to be a great upgrade. They just need somebody who knows how to play the game at that position with some type of athletic um, ability left in their body. Um, are you still, I mean, do you, do you agree? Are there any comments about that position? what they might be able to do, what they should do, where are you at at the, at the guard position right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, you make a lot of good points. You know, with the guard position, it's a struggle. You know, I was watching Devontae tonight, and he was just off. But, you know, it's weird. So take a Jose Alvarado, who is a traditional point guard. You can tell he runs the pick and roll correctly, um, and he is looking to pass the ball. He's not he's not a shoot first uh, point guard. And we don't have that right now. We don't have. But my question to you would be, Chris, is that the role that Zion was supposed to be taking over? 
kind of sort of whenever he was supposed to be playing. So Devontae's technically like a two guard, not really a point guard if the whole point Zion um world was supposed to be, you know, coming to fruition. So do we need a point guard, a true point guard? Yes and no. And I say yes because obviously you can't have Z with the ball in his hands all the time. But no, because if you get that true point guard and then Zion comes back and so is he just going to turn into a, a three and D guy like Lonzo was just posted up in the corner who can't initiate the offense. So are we minimizing that person's skill set because we have another person who is extraordinary? You know what I mean? But, but it depends, though. It depends. It depends on what type of upgrade we're talking about. We're talking De'Aaron Fox. None of this shit that we – like, none of the, none, nothing else matters. Like, if, if you get a chance to get De'Aaron Fox, you go get him, right? But Very true. If, but they need a point guard off – like, they need a point guard desperately off the bench. You know what I mean? Someone someone who, who can control tempo, pace, games, um, with the ability to, you know, to manipulate pick and rolls. And it, I mean, it's not – it's, that's not a, it's, that's not going to be an easy task necessarily, right? But they're going to have to get somebody, right? But that's somebody. the but that's the thing, though. We need we need a backup point guard essentially, right? We need I mean, somebody would, coming yeah, off the I bench. Mean, to, so, but here's that. the thing: all the people that we're constantly naming, um, De'Aaron Fox is not a backup. Uh, Fred Van Vliet is not a backup. All these people that we would love to have on our team aren't backups. They are bona fide starters. They are bona fide people that are going to take a team and put on his back. When we was looking for a point guard in the offseason, we wasn't looking for a backup to come fill that role. We was looking for somebody to run and lead this team. But I see there's a bunch of people with their hands up. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead, guys. Uh, okay, well, all three of y'all, y'all can't talk at once. All right, well, hold on, hold on, because it was some other people that uh, requested to speak. I'm going to get to y'all. Uh, I think we got J- Jones. This is his first time in here. I have no idea who you are, but everybody's welcome. Uh, anything that you wanna that you wanna comment about point guard position, game tonight? Go ahead. No, uh, this isn't my first time, but I appreciate it, Chris. Uh, uh, no, uh, Bi is untouchable. Jv, I probably wouldn't trade. I think he's I think he's currently untouchable, and Herb is untouchable. Outside of that, what's the deal? Because we need a point guard, and I think we need a number one. I don't think we need a number two. I think Devontae's done enough to say that he'd be better than uh, Nas off the bench. I just – boy, we need a point guard bad. This looks this looks bad, and the whole point Zion, I think that would be great in spurts, but I don't think you want – I don't think you want with this team the way it's built now to have Zion run a point consistently throughout a game. I think he does do a lot of good at the four. I think people kind of forgot because – he was so good last year as point Zion, but he could still play at the four. He was still getting a lot of minutes, and a lot of points. Uh, I just, for me, it's either Fox or the kid out of San Antonio. Um, John Murray. Murray. Yeah. They, you, bro, they just need you can get either one. Yeah, if you can get either one of them. And look, I was in the last spaces, and everybody was talking about how like they love Josh Hart. I love Josh Hart too. But some of these players, like Josh Hart, the contract is built to trade. The guy is having a great year. Now's the time to trade. New Orleans is known for loving Hart. The second we love somebody, we don't want to trade them. The second they start doing good, we don't want to trade them. And that ain't going to get us anywhere. You got to let some of these guys go while they're playing good to, to be better. The goal is to win the championship. It's not to get in the playoffs. And You're 100% I, I, right. I don't have no idea when Zion's coming back. 
the way things are looking, he probably ain't coming back this year. That's just that's just you know how the franchise is. So what are we doing right now? The best we James. Can do- James, get in here. Hold on, wait, hold on, John. James, get in here. <laughs> so the point guard thing, yes, we we need we definitely need one because I still truly don't believe that Devontae Graham was the like I still think they had planned on signing him. But I don't think that he was the plan to be the main – like, he was the plan to be the main point guard. I think they wanted to get them big fish like they we all heard them trying to get, and then Graham was going to be, like, a backup or somebody like that. As far as trading Josh Hart, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it again. Unless this is for, like, somebody huge, like, real, real big, like, tremendous, I'm not trading that man because it ain't no falling in love type of situation. It's really a situation where – We've been wanting to try to build a culture for a long time. And and we heard the conversation that he's had with Willie Green. Him and B.I. have had with Willie Green, how hard he fight, the defense between him and Herb, how he played. It's, it's to me, unless you're going, unless it's a big fish, which I don't really think that there's no big fish out there we can really get. To me, there's no reason to trade Josh Hart. I don't care how tradable the contract was. At the beginning of the year, when they made the deal, we all had the same pretty much thought process. The deal is tradable. We're going to trade him for somebody else. At this, because we didn't see him playing as well. We didn't. And now that he, not only is he playing well, but he's also being a leader. Because you need those type of guys. I think that's the thing people forget. You need those type of guys in your locker room that when other people come in, they see their, their culture setter. There's a reason why Andre Iguodala was, went back to Golden State. There's a reason why you had uh, Haslam that's that's been in uh Miami for the last 20 fucking years. Like we have we don't have that. Like seriously, like who who can you sit there and legitimately say that her maybe end up being that person at some point. But we don't but but he's not that he's a rookie though. Like that's what I'm saying. As good as he is, he's a rookie. Like you can't have him be the dude that's sitting there say he's our culture setter for everybody that we we trying to go win a playoff game. You have to have some vets in there that's going to do that. Okay, motivated mind. Uh, I see your hand up. You've been you've been sitting there for a little bit. Get up here, Chaz. I see your hand, Chuck. I see all y'all requesting. I'll get y'all up shortly. Uh, motivated mind. Come on, bro. Look, look. I, all I'm gonna say. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you, Chris. Appreciate you, brother. Um, next thing is Josh Hart. Is to to James's point, bro. Josh Hart is indispensable to me, especially at this time, right? At least with this contract at this particular time, I don't think he's somebody that you should trade to the very point that James was making. He's a culture setter, which is something we've been begging for for, like, forever. I didn't see that coming. Um, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming out of Josh Hart. Um, but apparently, because of how free agency played out, he might have thought he would get, get more offers, but it didn't turn out that way. Um, and I think he just essentially just bought in, you know, and that's what we're really seeing out of him. We've seen the impact that Josh Hart has had on her. You know what I mean? We've seen actual improvements in Herb Jones's game that's, that looks very similar to Josh Hart. We actually just heard Willie Green just say that, the impact that Josh Hart has had on somebody like Herb Jones. That's not somebody that you really want to get out of your life, right? So, now, wait, so wait, so wait, one second. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna ask you a question because because I'm hearing I understand the Josh Hart element of things and I'm I'm big on culture and trying to build, you know, um, you know, some level of consistency with your players and continuity and all that stuff is nice but let me like there is 
is there a scenario in your mind in which you would trade Josh Hart? What makes sense? What would make sense after January fifteenth to move him? Give me a player. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, uh, let me say this: um, I believe you know. I mean, outside of that, like if you got an opportunity to get one of those top ten, top twelve, fifteen players or whatever, Josh Hart is definitely movable. What about right? top fifty? Top fifty, Fred VanVleet. I don't think okay. I'm moving. See, so here, now here's, here's the thing, because I got on here because I wanted to talk about Fred VanVleet. I personally am, I, I want to, I'm willing to entertain packages, right, that include people that I, I really, I really like for Fred VanVleet, only because, one, he's a, he's a guaranteed closer, right? You know that you're going to have somebody that's going to be smart with the ball at the end of the game that can make big shots. He's strong with the ball, right? makes really good decisions. Um, so all of that included, if somebody said that Josh Hart had to be a part of the package, I would not be completely beside myself um, because I think he offers similar things, right? Um, it'll just suck because everybody would on the team, at least those rookies, would have been attached to him. You know what I mean? And Zion would have been attached to him. But I don't think – that at the end of the day, if Fred comes in, you have a person, and, and once again, whoever comes in has to also be someone who is a, a culture setter as well, I believe. If you're going to remove Josh Hart, right? If you're removing like those core pieces, they need to be somebody who has a strong presence in the locker room as well as on the court, has, has good leadership skills as well. Because I don't think if you take that out just for somebody with points, I don't think you really get the same um, the same outcomes because a lot of the stuff that we're facing towards the end of these games is really just mental. You know what I mean? And how do you respond when you get punched in the mouth in the second or third quarter? You know what I mean? Or at the beginning of the fourth quarter, how do you respond to that? So I think those things are important. So I'm all for Fred VanVleet. I'm also for Josh Hart. If there's a way to keep to, to attain one and keep one, I'm cool with that. I just want to say that in the summer when Najee Marshall was out in Rucker Park with Styles P, when he was given when he was given all of New York hell, everybody was ready to trade Josh Hart immediately, and Najee was just gonna step in, and now Najee can't even get a minute on the floor. But See, Garrett I was, Clark, I was, I was Garrett, 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 I'm about so, to Garrett Clark took Najee Marshall. Yeah, so I, here, I, I, I just want to keep it one hundred. <laughs> I, I just want to keep it on. I was not on that know, boat. We, I was not on that boat. I just want to be very clear. Was, I was well, not because I didn't know anybody that could finish at the rim like Josh Hart on our team. Period. You might have been in the water, but it was a lot of people on that on that boat. I'm just hey, hey. I was drowning, bro. I was in that boat. Uh, <laughs> no, look, fine. I was, I was, I was, I was out because I because I, I ain't gonna. I fake, just want to keep it one hundred. You know what I mean? That's I, me. I, I was I was on it only because I was sitting there thinking like, okay, we're gonna need the money. Like I thought. My thought process was if we were gonna keep Zoe, most likely we probably won't keep Josh Hart. And then we could probably swing some money elsewhere to get somebody else. That was my thinking, because I, I was thinking also Najee at the time looking at the stats, it was like, well, he kind of give you what Josh Hart Josh Hart give you, not in the same sense, but he the, the numbers was about the same. But I Man. shit, marriage Josh Hart is different. That's all I'm hey, gonna say. Look, dig this. Yeah, that 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 consistent. Man, look, Najee, Najee this summer was cooking folks. In the summer league, mid-range, 
get to the rack, locking cats up, playing 94 feet, get to the rucker. We, we, we need we need to go find who, who them people were because I'm, I'm pretty sure these dudes like plumbers or something at this point. Nah, yeah. I mean, like, no. be- <laughs> Half of them cats play, play for the Miami Heat right now. Like, he was giving them work. Uh, and I don't know what happened. He just lost that confidence. But, I mean, we we were on that bandwagon. I, I wouldn't trade Josh right now. Josh doesn't I, – I just don't see how we can. Like, he, he seems like you a – You wouldn't five- trade him for Fred Van Fleet? Not right now, no. I wouldn't. I just I, 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 for Fred, I would. I, I was, for Fred, for Fred, for Fred, Fred I would. Fred. Real quick, though, I, I, I'm gonna say something because people I heard somebody mentioned like Fox and 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 some of the other dudes that's young and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, I ain't gonna fake with y'all, probably kill me. I'm not really a fan of trading for Fox because you're gonna trade this dude who's been losing his entire time in the NBA Jesus to Christ. another losing team. No, 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 listen to me. I'm not sitting there saying he wouldn't be a plus for the team. That's, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying at this point, you have to be very, very careful who you bring in. And to me, I'm just sitting there because I ain't going to fake with you. He's obviously very disinterested in Sacramento right now. Like You, you would be tell. too. Yeah, you no, know, you're right. But at the same time, I am in the thought process of the reason because the reason why I've been pushing the Fred Van Vliet thing, again, I don't see Toronto getting rid of that man at any point. But if, if they – come to the table if we if we could convince them to get him. The reason why I think that he's he's the right one is because like you said, he's the he has that leadership that if you would have to trade Josh Hart, you're not leaving. You also need a winner. That's one thing that people are not realizing. You need a winner to come in here to also teach these dudes how to win. Stop. Fox and, and don't look, know how to win in the NBA look, yet. And look and Fred Fred got the best waves in basketball, bro. Like, I mean, we we, we gotta remember, <laughs> like, 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 we gotta we gotta remember. Uh, hey, wow. that's, that's he definitely got the best waves in basketball. That's like right. young young that's Mike Bibby. That's, that's plus two wins right so, there. So hey, it, it, exactly the waves. I'm not against. I'm not against waves alone. Plus two wins. Crazy, bro. Like, no, nah, no. Nah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This Fox talk though, James. Ain't that ain't that the issue that people have with Zach Levine, right? Like people say that he was, you know, but but who did but, but who who did they surround him with though? You have because because right now a Zach lot of Levine people didn't believe in. Wait, but, oh, okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I don't I mean, care exactly what nobody believes. Believe. You had the Rosen who was used to be in the playoffs. He gets traded to be on the pop, who's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Then he goes to Chicago. Because let's be real, right now he's pushed Levine to be the second best player on that team, right? Like okay. that's the uh, argument. He, yeah. He he, he, that's the argument. He pushed him to be the second best player on that okay. team, right? And then when they need somebody to close the game, who do they go to? They go to the Rose and someone that knows how to close game and winning to know how to get this spot. Because I got friends in Chicago that sit there and say the reason why they love the ball in the Rose hand is it keeps Zach Levine from shooting them stupid ass shots. Now as tight as he is, as good as he is, he still do stupid shit. <laughs> like that's yeah. the thing. So my point. So you is would not that, trade Josh Hart. You would you would not trade Josh Hart Chris. if it meant bringing in a guy like De'Aaron Fox. I'm just, I, I, I'm just a, I'm just a bigger fan. Of just say no, 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 to... fuck all that. I ain't trying to hit. No, that. yeah, no, I'm not trying. No, no, I'm not. That's no. crazy. No. Yo, no. hey, Chuck, yeah, Chris, hey, Chris, Chuck. chill, Chris, chill, bro. But listen, but listen to me, Chris, but listen, I'm, I'm, gonna finish. I'm gonna let somebody else talk. But listen, to me. I'm telling, like at this point, right? We've seen that even without Zion, Willie is building something here. We like what's going on. Unfortunately, right now, the talent is not there to necessarily win and all that stuff, right? But and I understand that would help with Fox being very, very talented. I'm not disagreeing with that. Hell, it could work. I'm not saying that it won't. 
I'm just saying I have been. I'm just saying that I am a component of. You have certain guys here that needs to be taught how to win, and you need to find people that have been in winning situations to help teach them how to win. Like that is the thing. Like Brandon Ingram still has not been to the playoffs. I love him to death. He still ain't. Zion it still has not accomplished really shit in the league so far. Nobody on this team outside of Valentunas have accomplished shit in the NBA. So you need to find someone else to come in to also do. That's another thing, too. Again, we talk about Flavor V. The trade may not ever happen. He has a great relationship with Valentunas. He played with Valentunas. He would he will probably be somebody that could sit there and give him the fucking ball when we need somebody to give him the ball that can't throw in the goddamn uh fucking in, uh 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 paint pass like that's Instagram. the thing. James, like, James, you are. I don't want to hear none of that shit. You are insane. That, yeah. Okay. Chuck, Chuck, okay. Chuck, 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 talking sense. You live. You you live in Sacramento. Am, am I am I tripping? I, I no. You know what? No, I'm not tripping. I I know I ain't crazy for saying that I wouldn't. Trip. Josh Hart get the fuck. I, I will help Josh pack his bags if it means bringing in Darren Fox. I uh, what what are we talking about? Chuck, get in here. I hate that you brought this to me, man. Because Josh exactly from my home, Josh, Josh from my hometown, bro. So man, like, get the fuck away from. I don't want to look. I, look, I'm, look, Chris, Chris, I'm I'm riding with you, cause like I don't I don't want to send my boy off. Like I truly believe he's a uh, he's a championship caliber. You know what I'm saying? Sixth, seventh man that's on the right side of thirty. But I mean, like you know, Van Vliet is a championship caliber starting point guard that's also on the what right championship side. caliber ways. Don't, don't so it's like, ways. keep going. The boy, <laughs> so it's just like, man, like if that's what it came down to, yeah, I'd do it. However, though, looking at Toronto's situation, man, like I feel like you might be able to fleece them for this man Van Vliet without giving up Josh Hart, considering the amount of picks we got in young players, because I feel like that's that's the direction they're taking. You know what I'm saying? I think they're closer to to blowing it up than they are to like trying to add, you know what I'm saying, championship level guys to that roster. All right, ho- all right, hold on. Uh for Lauren, get in here talking to me. <laughs> Cause they crazy. For Lauren. Uh Charles had his hand up for a while, and I actually wanted to hear what he was gonna say before I said something. Okay, Charles, 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 they they making you the smart man of the, of the, of the group, bro. So go ahead. For Lauren, thank you so much. Uh, I'll be I'll be brief. So I really don't think it's an either or scenario, to be honest with you. Um, to Chuck's point, if you're looking at a team like Toronto, they're not necessarily going to be looking for a, a mid you know mid level type player to come back in a deal. The 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 onus is on David Griffin to go out. And I'm not sure if the math is right, but I think the CBA allows you to combine exceptions. And the Pelicans have a $17 million exception um, from the Jonas trade, as well as a $3 million exception from trading Nicolo Melli um, as part of that JJ deal. So if, if the math is right, $20 million should be able to get you a package for a guy like uh, Van Vliet without necessarily having to, to give away somebody in your top six. He's not, he not even making 20. He's making, like, 16. Okay, so Charles, e- e- Charles, even, but, even better. But, Charles, all that – listen, all that math and science shit is great, bro, but that but that ain't what I asked. I asked if you had to. We talking talent for talent. I don't care about the TPE, the MLE, the the, the fair, MLB. Fair, 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 fair point. Talent – So so I'm going to make another point real quick. The player that we need to get off 
uh, or we need to set up is Brandon Ingram. He's, he's the player that is scratching something that is very, very special. We talk about his um, having to get into a rhythm. A point guard being here, a steady hand is going to help him not have to work his way because he's really playing two positions. He's playing point guard and he's playing the wing. And he's having to, to, to navigate both of those to get himself into a groove. You get a point guard, you get some consistency out of Brandon Ingram at a high level, and Zion will just come back and he'll get in where he fit in. Um, so if that means I got to get rid of Josh Hart, absolutely. If I can get a point guard that's going to steady this team, that is going to make three or four guys better, including Brandon Ingram, and that ultimately is going to be worth it. My apologies to Josh. And and look, and look, one thing before I go to Falloon, the thing I like, and, and actually, if you ask, if if you ask me, and I and I do like De'Aaron Fox, but I, if I had to choose between Fred and De'Aaron, I'd probably choose Fred just because not just not just because him being around winning um winning teams, being a championship player, you know, or, or playing playing at a championship level. Um, he's gonna he's gonna produce on both sides of the floor. And I and listen, De'Aaron Fox remind me whether you say Devin Booker, Zach Levine, whatever. There's there's a lot of examples of players that were in bad situations or were in um, spots in which they were not happy and not motivated. They go to a chance around other talented players to have a chance and everything. But but not just but yeah. but Chris, not just talented players though. Think about it. you said you you brought up Devin Booker. Who do they bring in? One of the ultimate winners. He won every that. place he no, went. No, That's no, my no. point. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm <laughs> just I'm just listen listen. Hold on hold on. I'm giving I'm giving you all the If I because I can't get them to come sign with me. So if I get a chance, if I get a chance to trade for them, and you asking me if I'm trading Josh Hart, and I love Josh Hart, but if I have to, if that's what we're talking about, if that's the last chip on the table. But, 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 but let's be but I'm gonna be real and it's the same discussion that, that I think Charles also said I don't think that Josh Hart would be in a package for Fox because they already got 75 guards but that wasn't my question it wasn't I'm, I'm checking y'all temperature to see how crazy y'all are I ain't talking about a hypothetical trade okay y'all okay. proved to me that y'all crazy that, that's I it. may be again I may be crazy and then Jason Jason <laughs> just said that told me I'm a wild boy because the same thought break but again I am that thing like every scenario that you brought up about a player that was in a losing situation that all of a sudden is now looking better. Every last one of them was surrounded by guys that have been on a winning level that also helped him learn how to win. Like the, at the end of the day, guess what? Because as much as Devin Booker, he closed games and stuff like that. Guess who else helps him close them fucking games that you just know and so it gets the ball where he needs it to go oh, or tells okay. him to do all this stuff. Okay. No, 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 okay. no, 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 hold no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Anthony Edwards ain't one shit right now. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't bring him in if you had the opportunity to. I think Anthony Edwards is better than Fox. Uh, that ain't that ain't that ain't what I asked you. His line is better for sure. I can. Ed got more rap albums than he do playoff appearances in two years right now. Tell me. If, if, if Ant on the table, you trading for Ant or not? Oh, hell yeah. But I like Ant better than I like the, uh, Fox. What about Carl Anthony Towns? James and Chris. Huh? That's where y'all missing the point of, of there's pretty much two different routes that people go to improve their team. 
They have the Phoenix Suns route where they have a established young core and they bring in a pure bona fide leader like uh, Chris Paul to lead their team. And then they have, honestly, the Memphis Grizzly uh, way about doing it where they just stuck together. They didn't trade off all their doggone pieces every year because it didn't work. And they built a core and a foundation to get them working together. And they made little small changes. But for the most part, most of the guys on Memphis were drafted there. And they learned how to win together. You know what both of those things have in common, though, Everett? No matter which route you go, you bring in talent. And the Pelicans are not in a position well, to be – Well, what talent the- did Memphis bring in outside? They, they brought in Steven Adams. Talking about oh, drafting-wise. Oh. Drafting well, I, I'm saying they still went out and they built their talent base up. Now, they may have done it through the draft. We're going to have to do it most likely through, uh, um, through trades and, and free agency. But you still have to go from, you know, a, a smaller talent base to a wider talent base. And I'm, I'm a trust in Willie Green that he can figure it out. But I want the most talented group of 12 guys right. that make some sort of sense together. Right. But on you got to look at Phoenix. Phoenix built from within, too. All of them dudes, they gave them time to work together. Then they realized that they was missing a single leader to get them over the hump. And that's exactly. what they made the move. And, and they gave up. They gave up young talent to make a move that they thought made sense. Who now, did they give up? Because they gave up Kelly about- Oubre. He wait wasn't a doing anything. Everett, Everett, wait, 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 um, I'm I'm looking at this team. Listen, y'all, I, I don't really know basketball like y'all know it. I don't know the X's and O's. But when I watch this team, I'm looking at what I feel like Willie Green is is building. First and foremost, I think it's defense. Second is pace and push the ball. I want to add guys specifically if you're telling me we need a point guard. I want to bring and a guard that that gives us that. Like, I love two-way players. And I'm not saying that I can, I really can't get on board with the idea of not trading Josh for Fox. But I'm even, even being from the city, son, I'm not that enamored with him. And it don't have anything to do with, like, yo, he hasn't won. He been. It don't have anything to do with that. Like, we're talking about a guy that, as good as he is, I still don't think he's a max player. Um, he's a below average defender and shooter. So for me, that three things working against him opposed to we go back. I wanted to talk the other day when we was talking about Ben Simmons and all that. I like, and again, and I'm with, with Charles the, to the point that he said, like, you know, the onus is on Willie Green and his coaching staff to figure it out. And he not worried about the fit. I could care less about the fit either when it come to, to a Ben Simmons. We're talking about a guy that's a hell of a playmaker, a legit defender that can go one through five. Like like that, I, I think that he fits the mode of exactly what Willie Green wants in a point guard. And when you look at what Willie Green has done for the
Van Fleet. Some might like Fred Van Fleet more than Brogdon, but when we're talking about two-way players, guys that that do exactly what you, what you need them to do, like break down the defense, can shoot the ball, can defend multiple positions, versatile, can play on the ball, off the ball. Brogdon is that. We're talking about one of what, nine or ten guys in the history of the league that is a 40, that is a 50, 40, 90 guy. Those are the guys that I think that the Pelicans need to add. And I love Josh Harden. My love for him go beyond this season, go beyond the Lakers, and go all the way back to Nova because I'm huge on Nova players. They produce NBA.
Fox is talented, but I think we need more skilled players. Like, all right, if this motherfucker don't do nothing else, he going to do this tonight. Because I think Fox is he's extremely talented, but he's also a high-variance player. So he could go through like a five, six-game thing where mentally he's just not figuring it out. And it is all kind of shit. And he's on a max contract versus of the John C. Murray who, you know, who's kind of probably giving you 80% of what Fox can give you, even though Fox's ceiling might be higher. I'm just, I got a few guys ahead of Fox, too. All that being said, I'm willing to risk it, moving Josh Hart for him, but I, I don't know how, how high my expectations would be. Cash, has anybody ever even brought up uh, Jalen Brunson? Like, That'd be a guard that I would I would choose. It's a lower yeah, risk. Yeah, he, he would he would be good. At, he yeah, would. like those those like again Nova person. The reason why I said no about you know trading Josh because I need multiple people that are smart. Like why well, I got to give up one of my smart people to get another smart person? Then I'm so I'm back to where I was. Like that you don't to, even know smart. Yeah, yeah. Like we need to accumulate, <laughs> we need to accumulate smart people and not just keep trading them out. Like Jalen Brunson would probably be the the best person for our team. Like, he can play off the ball because he's been playing off the ball with Luka. But then when you can give him the ball and he can run the show. Like, it, he's – and he can shoot – he can catch and shoot. Like, this dude can – oh, man. I, would, yeah, I hope people watch watch the Dirk ceremony. But if you watch the game, like, dude was killing. Dallas ain't letting that man go. Yeah. Why, would we, why do we keep trying to get all these undersized guards? Like, why do we keep going for these tiny-ass guards who are a liability on damn defense? He's not – I don't. De'Aaron Fox don't play defense. Fred not, is like six one. Bro, I'm I'm saying this guy can play basketball. But Fred, but Fred is a lot better because than Fox is smaller. Than a lot better. Yeah, he's strong hey, on the ball. I, I watched the best team in basketball defensively throw a box and one at Brandon Ingram tonight. <laughs> okay, I don't care what you are defensively. If you can take advantage of a college junk zone, you can you can play for the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, All right, Charles, I get I get why Paloma made you the smart man in the room, bro. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We we sit here and we nitpicking, you know, and I, and I get it. It's conversation, but I'm looking at Brandon Ingram. I'm telling you, man, he's right there. They're throwing junk defenses at him, boxing ones. Zone defenses, and we got guys. They blitz the hell out of his ass. Today. Exactly. You you give me Jalen Brunson. You give me De'Aaron Fox. You give me Jose Calderon. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Mark Price is he? He said Jose Wait. Calderon. No. I mean, <laughs> like, All right, can Steve still shoot Steve Kerr? Like, come on, man. Like, I need somebody that knows what to do. I think I think Harper performs better out there with the ball in his hand against that. Honestly, oh. shit. Give give me a um. What's his name? Barnes, the other guy for Sacramento, be shooting the damn ball. He old head. Harrison, Harrison Barnes. He he he. A he's a four, vet. huh? Oh, he's a. He's like yeah, a he'll three. he'll four. No, he'll, he'll yeah he four. He'll probably if you get him, you have to push to be out to, to the two. But okay. here's the thing, though. This dude, he shoots the lights out of the ball. He's smart. He makes the simple plays, not all this extra shit. And he would be hella cheap. Somebody to bring off the bench just to give some type of shooting. Because if we're talking about Sacramento's, their best shooters is uh, Buddy and Harrison Barnes from the outside. I, I, say, I, I just want somebody that when when they blitz on a on a forget forget the boxing one. I'm just talking about when it's it's a four point game with thirty some seconds left. 
that you just make the right fucking decision when you Bro. get the ball. Like that is literally because that has been our issue for the last three fucking years, and that's the reason why I keep talking about somebody smart and somebody right. that actually knows. And okay. that was just that. Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. No, so, so I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm, a, I got to get Lyle in here uh, and get some other people uh, that that have requested. All I know is y'all have watched. 30 plus games with Thomas Sadoransky, and some of y'all are too good for De'Aaron fucking Fox. That's all. That, Everybody that, that's said all we I'm too saying. good for De'Aaron Fox. Lyle, 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 come on, man. You, you, you across the water or where, wherever the hell you at. Talk, maybe, <laughs> maybe the air is flowing better over there. Go ahead. It's warm over here. I tell you what. Um, <laughs> Sydney, listen, all this De'Aaron Fox carry on. Um, <sighs> I, I I look at the all right. Let's do example. Brooklyn Nets. They were remember they traded all their players, went and got all those old boys, um, and you know basically mortgaged their future. Then they were in a bit of a hole, had to go and get talent. Basically, it didn't matter. They just had to get high upside guys. So when got Karis Levert, went and got um, D'Angelo Russell, guys like that, Jared Allen, and that was through the draft, guys like that. So they start building. Then they start winning, and all of a sudden. You know, you get in a position where you've you've done reasonable contracts, but they're all high upside guys that other people that want to get out of contracts or want to get rid of superstars or need to get some sort of uh, compensation, such as like when Kevin Durant wanted to go to Brooklyn. You have those trade um, assets that people go, well, hang on, at least I'm going to get something back. So you trade a guy like Kevin Durant instead of just letting him walk and get D'Angelo Russell. The Warriors then have a player like that that then you can go and flip for another guy. Up, talent and high upside guys are, are guys that we should need to be targeting. That's that's the thing. I think in this sort of level where we're at, we're not winning and we're not woeful. Sometimes, you know, at the start of the season we were because we didn't have the players. But the pieces are there. Really, the we're in an accumulation phase now. You need to get the best guys available and make them play as well as they can, put them in a position to win. And then, so, you know, you, if you go and get a De'Aaron Fox, well, you move on from guys that you say, well, can this guy get me a championship? I think Josh Hart is a guy that you, you can have because he's a leader. If you can get De'Aaron Fox without giving that up, which I don't think is going to happen, um, you know, you go and do it. If you go and get a guy like a Ben Simmons, it's another guy that perhaps he takes you to the next level or he takes you as far as he can. And then you flip him for another guy that goes, hang on, I want to team up with Zion and Brandon Ingram. And you've got that uh, high contract with the high upside player that people are like, okay, well, if I have to settle for someone, I'll take this person. Then you can flip it for assets. So I'm at the point where if you can get De'Aaron Fox, you go and get him. If we make the play in, okay, awesome. If he makes us better, even better. But you've got to look long-term. It can't just be that, all right, De'Aaron Fox is going to be the point guard that takes us over the, the um, into the promised land. If he does, fantastic. But if he doesn't, well, you've got that high upside guard that's still young enough that you can flip for a guy, a, a bona fide all-star that can go and say, well, actually, I want to team up with these guys, these other two all-stars, and get us there. And then you put the, the veteran pieces that come with it. Um, James, James, I mean, I'm coming to Chuck here. James, I see you at 10 o'clock every morning retweet and tweet about about cars. I see it all the fucking time. I'd be, I'd be at work drinking <laughs> yeah. coffee, and I'd be yeah. like, this. I'd be like, if, if there's one thing I know, at some point, you're going to be tweeting about a Ferrari or some special car that you're going to have in five years. To me, De'Aaron Fox is one of those cars in a shitty-ass house. You've seen the damn. It's, it's, a, it's a meme that always comes around every, every now and then. It's this nice-ass car 
in this in this house is probably worth ninety eight thousand dollars. And, and, and that's just that's just how how I look at how I I value the end. But um, I, that's, uh, uh, okay, go ahead. We'll get back to you, James. Chuck, come on. Oh yeah, I just wanted to chime in. It's real quick too, man. Um, to circle back to Fred Van Vliet, real quick. Uh, you had every right to, you know, what I'm saying, call everybody crazy as you did. The man giving us, he giving them, he giving them what, twenty one five, and uh, and seven, uh, shooting forty one from three, with one point six steals per game, bro. If you got to give up Josh for him, that's that's no key and no brainer. You don't want to do it, but that's a no brainer. That's all I wanted to say. We 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 didn't say we were going to trade him for, for Fred. Listen, I, I said I'm I just talking Fred. talent, y'all. That's all. That's all. I'm, I'm just seeing what who at the grocery store. Y'all, y'all that was me. Out. I just got gas, man. I just got gas. Oh, okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all really be rocking with me, man. You pumping, you pumping gas, man. On, on well, the I thought, I thought there was that, that thing up. Uh, I thought there was the thing up. Don't be me, nigga. Hey, Ty, man, get in here, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, Chris. Uh, I'll give it you a thousand percent. My thing is that we're not the Pelicans are not in the position where we can be too good for certain players. I feel like we, if we have to give up Josh to acquire actual talent, then cool. Then Josh can go. And like you said, I'll help him pack his bags if that means us bringing in talent. We're not, we right now fighting for the play So we're not in a position to where we can say, uh, I don't think I want that guy. I, I don't think I want De'Aaron. Uh, my friend doesn't do this or De'Aaron doesn't do that. Now we need talent at this point. Then at, at the same time, also, we're not in the position where we can name more than one or two players as untradeable. Uh, we can maybe name two, possibly three as untradeable, and that's it, because we're still on the outside looking in. Once we develop that talent and we start showing showing something in the standings, then we can kind of pick and choose which stars we want to bring in. Uh, but until we get to that point, and that means letting go of Josh to bring in De'Aaron and use some of those stash or picks that we got, then go ahead and do it. Bring them guys in, increase our talent base. Then we could talk about what guys we may or may not want to bring in. That's what I had to say on that. All right, so I got about maybe like 10 minutes left. Um, at this point, it, it it's a free fall. Y'all want to y'all wanna leave yeah. it from here? Anybody got questions? I, I just – I just want to say one thing as it pertains to like certain play, even a player like Fox, it's like, I, cause I don't, I don't want to hop on him, but just anybody we bring in at this point, the Pelicans don't need to be looking at potential anymore. Like you need motherfuckers that know how to play right now. Like, you know what I mean? Cause, and you know, there was a couple people who said this before, like, like online, not in the spaces, but they was like, yo, when we drafted Jackson in the KL, they was like, yo, it's going to be impossible for them to develop that many players. And the shit kind of turned out that way to a degree because it's like when you look at them, you don't necessarily have the time or the resources, especially with Zion, to be dedicating to a bunch of young guys and trying to unlock certain like, untapped potential. The shit with Phoenix works because Chris Paul came there a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? He already know what to do. He know how to play. They're going to follow his lead versus us getting a guy who's still developing. Now, he can get smarter, but he has to be at a place already to where it, it raises, it, if not the ceiling, it raises the floor of the team. Hey, Chaz, to piggyback off that, I don't think we have a person that is increasing the 
IQ level of everybody else on the team. Like, we don't have a Chris Paul to to, to make Cam Johnson and, and the other Cam good. Like, make um, like we we need. Uh, you breaking, you breaking up? Five? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you uh, I, I thought I was my bad, bro. Yeah, somebody keep fucking calling me. Uh, we need that wholeheartedly. Uh, we need somebody to help us become smarter because we continue to do the same dumb things each game, and sometimes we do get better. But we do the same things every game that make me like, are we? Are we even watching film? Are we even thinking about like we don't throw the ball to Jonas for half the game? It feels like, and I'm like. Are we not even attempting to make an entry pass? Are we not trying to play inside out? Do we know we can't shoot? Do we know that because we continue to shoot? So that's that's really my issue. Like we don't know basketball, to be honest. Yeah, hey, hey, look right. Five girl be calling him every every hey. night when this shit when this shit be on. <laughs> hey, bro, she, she, be and she know, and that's the crazy thing. She knows. Be, she call yeah, That's crazy. Funny thing is, she not, like not for real. That's her calling. Yeah, me? yeah, that really was her calling me. She, like she calls it a. Oh boy, oh boy, I thought he was playing. You really? Oh boy, you why? You why? Hey, hey, but to but but to five point though to like even even piggyback off of that. That's why it's like. When, like, I legit see people that say, like, a healthy Zionist team is a top five team. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I still see too many holes to believe that. Like, I'm a homer. You feel me? I go out of my way to go to fucking games. But I, I just can't see it. And, like, this whole idea that, like, everybody wants to buy into like this point Zion and think that he's that good that we um can do without a point guard. Like we're not talking like like he not Jokic. You know what I mean? Like he's not Jokic. He's not Draymond Green. Like those are high level, high eye basketball cue bigs, front court players that really are like point guards. And Zion is not yet there, like extremely talented, dynamic, well, all of those things. Does he even have the does he even have the endurance to do that? You know how hard that is to do that all game to play point? But continue. I, I I I I mean I don't I don't know, but but that's why like again I say like I'm 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 with you. I don't I don't really understand it. Then then we talking about like we keep talking about oh like he's supposed to be the one that make this team go and that's why you go out and get Devontae Graham and that's how you go out and get Trey and like we keep talking about how um well not us but I see a lot of people just tweeting it through Pell's Twitter and and how Zion is supposed to make all this shit go and make everybody life easier. Like I get it to a certain extent. They talking about how he's gonna um you know, open up the lanes, the looks that people guy that that the people are getting are gonna be better. But my question is, does that automatically mean that those shots are gonna fall? We talk about how Trey and how Trey was a pick specifically for Zion, and we talk about the looks that he's gonna get from Zion and with Zion on the floor. But again, my question is, like those looks essentially not going to be different because we look at we look at the last few games that Trey has had where he couldn't buy a bucket. 
right? He hasn't been wide open. Higher bucket. A lot of them been relatively open. Some of them been wide open. Majority of them are uncontested. Them shit still not going there. Somebody explain to me how them same looks from Zion is going. Like, like, dude, like, am I tripping when I think that like that that means that they automatically are going to go down? No, I don't. I don't even think that that's possible. So I'm, I'm, I'm with everybody else, just in that like you need. Basketball players, I like. I, I love Nikhil. Like I like a lot of what they done because, again, we may not all agree with it, but I think to to a certain extent, to a large degree, a lot of it has been purposeful. Um, that's the word I continue to use as it relates to all the moves that they've made. They've been purposeful, but no more potential because not everybody lives up to that potential. All these guys that you draft. They won, they on Zion, they not Jai, they not Luca, they not Trey, they not all these guys. They won. It takes them a good minute before, you know what I mean, before they get there. And so if you if you came into this season saying, like, we want to be at the very least a playoff team, uh, play-in team, working ourselves to play, play in playoff team, like, they, they, it, it, everything they've done, even the good things, right? It's still been underwhelming because you didn't add as much shooting as you said you were going to add, knowing that that was at the top of your list. You didn't add a number of, you know what I mean, high IQ players, um, knowing that that was at the top of your list. So it's been really underwhelming. And what we continue to see night in, night out is those things show up on the court. So somebody else said, like, it shouldn't be more than two or three people on this team that are untouchable for you to really get some guys in that are talented and that just knows how to play basketball because that's what you need. Like, all these guys, it's impossible to develop them at at, at, at one time. You got like, I, I feel like Herb has come in as a second-round pick and kind of cemented himself, and I think they'll do everything in their fucking power to keep him. But when you're looking at Kyra, Trey, Jax, and the kill, you got to decide who among those four, maybe it's one or two of them, that you absolutely love, that you highest on, that you think have the highest ceiling. And the, the like the other two or three, they got to go. They got to go. Like, because you got to get to a point where you're respectable. You can't keep being where, where, like, everybody, all 29 other teams and executives in front office and national media look at you as a form team or, you know what I mean, don't even want you to have a team. You got to get to where, like, something got to shake and it got to start somewhere where you're fucking respectable. So the end, the end of the day for me is that I, I would like to keep all of my fingers. But if somebody offered me a fucking arm, another arm, I'm probably going to fucking take it. That's it. I figure out the rest later. That's how I look at it. I, I mean, I can't. Let, like, me, let me say. Let me, and yeah. Go ahead. Because, I mean, because you're still crazy. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even talking about this. I'm going to be petty real quick. I've been, there's a lot of Lakers fans up in here. I wanted to tell y'all real quick. I appreciate y'all for the top 10 pick we're going to get next year and the, next, the year after that because y'all decided y'all want to bet on AD. Appreciate you, dog. And matter of fact, give us some more picks. Matter of fact, we'll give y'all saddle for THT. How about that? Y'all enjoy y'all night. You're going to start a war in, in the spaces, I hope. 
That's that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> start. Yo. Why don't you? How you gonna come to my house and get and, and, and like how how does that work? You go you go you gonna make thrift. No no no. They can't. They, he said. No, they and if y'all got beef, so y'all can find me right here. <laughs> that's crazy. That, that's crazy. Hey. Because all they gonna know is all they gonna see is my name. They ain't gonna care about you. Oh, I'm pretty sure they finna throw it on. They finna start tagging me and shit. I don't give a fuck. That's wild. We finna draft Bronny James in 2025 with that deferred first round. You gonna join him. You gonna join him. Okay. All right, go ahead. He a hell of a point guard. Him and B.I. gonna be nice together. Any of y'all in here, that is Charles W. Chambers the third, and that's James Smith Jr. Y'all hit them up. Don't mess with me. Hey, hey, don't forget the junior either. Yo, one, one last thing. I know we got to wrap up. But, yo, I don't know if anybody caught the Golden State broadcast, but that was some of I the did. most unbiased, yeah, fair yeah. fucking broadcast. They were super complimentary of the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah bro. They was um they was hyping up her, too. They was like, this rookie is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what fucking – what do they watch this team all the time? What is That's this? That's what it seems like. You know what it is? It's probably because the Golden State Warriors be so damn good. They – they get tired of hyping them up. So they're like, you know, let's see what else is happening out there. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I close out, buddy, uh, buddy Rich, you up here, bro. I'm going to let you go ahead. Um, close it out, bro. Yeah, if we're just, you know, trying to find another uh, guard to play, you know, ball handler, I was wondering if we can call San Antonio Spurs to see if we can steal one of their uh, – one of their two guards, because we know they got like 80 of them on their roster. And, you know, like even just Devin Vassell, Lonnie Walker, just someone who isn't a starter that we can just say, hey, we'll make them a starter. if you, And we'll just work something out if you can just train to us very pleased. Because I, I just keep looking at that roster and I go, give us give us one of your ball handlers, please. Somebody somebody will be out of there at some point. There, I I don't know if it'll be Derek White. I don't know if it'll be Lonnie Walker or you know, uh if I was him, I I wouldn't have any real um intention on trading DeJounte Murray, personally speaking. But um I mean they definitely have a quite the amount of guards. And I mean, I think Derek White has been talked about as a possible trade candidate for a while now. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's somebody New Orleans New Orleans will go after, but that's not a bad thought. Hey Chris, before we get about here, I, I missed last uh, last spaces when y'all was talking about Ben and stuff like that. Would you would you go out and give him all these picks and stuff for Ben just to flip him for Dame? I'll handle this. Uh, I'll, I'll handle this, Chris, because you know. Um, Appreciate it, Mister Chambers. Go ahead. I, I, <laughs> I'm I'm leading this this bandwagon. Uh, yes, you give Maury his out. You give you grease the skids with as many picks as you can, and you you create your culture around defense, and you make Ben your point guard, and you figure it out. Um, we hey man, just we go got from Fred there. Vincent. He's the shot doctor. He can fix anybody's shot. No, uh, we uh, again. My my own premise that we the Pelicans, bro. We not we don't have the luxury to say no to to uh like if the if the fucking. If if a seven want to invite us to you know to a party or whatever, we can't say no. We ain't too good for that shit. Whatever the case is, we gotta settle for the most talent. If it's a talented or a, a close to a top talent that they have a chance of acquiring, I don't give a shit about fit. Especially especially if they have some youth around them. I don't care if they won before. I don't care if they come from Sacramento, if they come from China, or if they down the street. Well, who wherever you can find such player and you can acquire them without fucking up your team, and that means that Josh Hart got to go with it. 
any of y'all are crazy for not wanting to acquire this. Yeah, that's the, that's exactly why I said Ben Simmons because outside of the shooting, like he fits the mold of what is shaping. I'm I'm starting to understand Willie Green as a coach, and I feel like Ben Simmons is a Willie green type of coach and will play Willie Green's basketball and I'm looking at having like the the step that BI has taken defensively what we seeing from Herb as a second round pick Ben Simmons coming in as a guy to have three legitimate at least six, eight, six, nine switchable versatile guys like that bodes well for your defense, I like, I love everything. Like, it, like, and it wasn't even something that I thought about before until we started talking about it because I didn't think it was realistic. I didn't think it was a reality, but I'm buying into it. And it's, and it's something that I really feel like I can get behind because, again, like, all you do is if you do that, you got to make it your business to make the necessary and subsequent moves after that. And that is just adding shooting 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 because now you got something really really solid if you can make that happen without trading bi bi ben and zion and you really surround them with other like mid-tier or another at least high high level role player with a ton of shooting you fucking got something and you start from there and they got I, shooters and that's still chucking right now yeah that's easy to get I watched Ian Clark fucking close for a Pelicans basketball team that made the playoffs the last time they made the playoffs. Ian fucking Clark was playing clutch minutes for my favorite team that I had to watch at the at the shooting guard position. Y'all want to tell me that y'all too good for Ian? I mean, for goddamn De'Aaron Fox, you should be ashamed of yourself. Chuck, I, I said we were closing out. You had your hand up. Come on, man. Give me like two minutes so I can get out of here. You I mean, uh... Like, I'm never going to... You're breaking up, Chuck. Can y'all hear me now? <laughs> you off to a rough start, Chuck. There we go. All right, so, like, about the Ben Simmons thing, man, I'm never going to say y'all wrong when a player has that much talent, but we going to have to... We going to have to get some real shooters. Like, I'm talking shooters that's not going to forget how, they, how to shoot when they come to New Orleans. Like, we need shooters like Phoenix got, shooters like like Milwaukee got, because if you, if you put Ben on this team, with Jonas, I mean, that's if we manage to keep him. We don't trade him with, but with Jonas and I mean, just being in Zion together, that paint gonna be looking like a stack of logs, man. Like it's gonna be kind of crazy down there. But I mean, if y'all, I personally want to get them and flip them. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if, if somehow they can just acquire some of the best shooters that the league got to offer, man. Like I'd be willing to watch it and see see how that play out because the boy who got the talent is immense. You know what I'm saying? So I can't just turn it away. All right. All right, guys. I got to get out of here. This has lasted a lot longer than I thought it would be. But as always, man, I appreciate y'all pulling up. Some of y'all declining calls from y'all significant other while they calling you. And that's that's crazy. Some of y'all pumping gas. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I appreciate the ability to multitask. Um, yeah, so I will see y'all uh, for – I don't – I'm always forgetting the damn next game on the schedule. Whatever, whenever the fuck it is, I will see y'all for it more than likely. If not, I'll